please hold. Please hold until I start the YouTube live stream. YouTube live stream is up. <clears throat> we could wait till seven o'clock, Chair, when you can start. Thank you, Joey. Just another minute here. Okay, welcome everyone to the Heritage and Preservation uh, Commission meeting. Uh, it is 7 p.m. I'm calling this meeting to order. And the first thing we'll do is take roll call. I'll go ahead and take roll, Chair. Thank Commissioner you. Bratton. Commissioner Karupis. Commissioner Sharma. Present. Vice Chair Patel. Present. Commissioner Rajkumar. Present. Chair, we have three present. I'm, I'm present too. Oh, I'm, I skipped you, Commissioner Hopkins. Sorry about that. Commissioner Hopkins. I was present, so present. So we have four commissioners present and uh, this time we have two absent. I did get a note from Commissioner Brand that she will be um, joining late as she has a prior meeting. Great, thank you. So we'll just move on to oral communications. Do we have any members of the public online? We, we do, Chair. We do have two people, uh, attendees. However, they, have, they don't have their hands raised. And anyone from the public, if they're on a telephone call, which it looks like there is one call, the uh, star nine feature would um, select the hand raise feature and star nine would, um, apologies, the star nine is to request to speak and um, star six, if you're muted is the mute, unmute button is, is star six. Chair, I don't see any speakers raising their hand. Okay, um, I'll just go ahead and remind the speakers should they choose to speak. Uh, they're limited to, to three minutes. If your subject is not on the agenda, you'll be recognized at this time, but the Brown Act open meeting law does not allow the Heritage and Preservation Commission members to act upon those items. If you wish to speak to a subject listed on the agenda, you'll be recognized at that time. The item is being considered, okay? All right, moving on to the consent calendar. And the first item is approving the Heritage and Preservation Commission meeting minutes from January 11th, 2023. And I just wanted to mention that there is, um, uh, there are uh, some items that have, that need to be uh, 
removed and replaced, uh, notably the name of the chair um, is listed as Patel and it should be Sharma, myself. So Joey will be making those edits. Um, so at this point, uh, George, does it make sense to ask for approval of the minutes or should we wait until those changes have been made? Well, the commission can do uh, an approval of the minutes with that change. Okay. And we'll go ahead and make the change for the final minutes. Yeah, Chair and George, the motion would be approved as, as amended. Mm -hmm. Okay. So do we have a motion to approve the minutes from January 11th, 2023 with the uh, amendments as mentioned? I'll motion to uh, approve the minutes uh, with the uh, amendments as mentioned. Yeah, I move. Thank you, Chair Hopkins. Do we have a second? I believe okay. Vice Chair. Vice I Chair. Believe. Sorry. I believe that was a second from Vice Chair Patel. Yes, I said I, I will check it. Hello? I said I'd check it. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair. I'll, I'll go ahead and is there, would anyone like to speak for? before we take the vote. Okay, we can take the vote. Commissioner Rajkumar. Approved. Chair Sharma. Approved. So we have four approves with um, Commissioners Benton and Karumpis absent. Okay. We can go ahead and continue Chair. Okay, so the next item on the agenda is the public hearing general business portion, and we do have the altercation permit for 401 Hendy Avenue on the agenda. Um, at this time, I will recuse myself. I actually live within the vicinity of this project, so unfortunately, I will not be able to participate nor take a vote. Uh, Chair Patel. Uh, Vice Chair Patel will be leading that portion of the agenda for me. So at this time, I'm going to excuse myself. Thank you. Okay. Um, before you get started, uh, Vice Chair Patel, uh, just wanted to do a, a quorum check real quick. Um, I know that, that Commissioner Braddon had said that she was going to be joining a little late. Um, so let's see, we have... So at this time, George, we have uh, three commissioners. Okay. Um, All right, so to, if we have five, yeah, if we have five without um, uh, yeah. Chair Sharma, yeah, three would be a quorum. Three would be a quorum. Okay, okay. so it looks like we have that right now. Yes, with uh, Commissioner Hopkins, Vice Chair Patel, and Commissioner Rajkumar present for the okay to hear the audio all I right do. got the bare minimum but uh it's good enough <laughs> okay all right uh sorry about that vice chair you, you can go ahead with uh writing this item okay uh but now the staff will give a brief oral report on the item right now is that it y yes uh I'll, I'll introduce uh margaret netto she's a senior planner here at I think it might be your, your first time at the HPC, or at least first time in a long time. It but, is my uh, first time. My first okay. time, and I've been here for what seven, eight years. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, welcome, and uh, yeah, uh, just uh, 
take it away. Sorry, Margaret, do you see my screen? I can. Thank you. Good evening, commissioners. My name is Margaret Netto, and I'm the planner for the project. We have the applicants team with us here, including the property owners from Northrop Grumman, the architect, Patrick Todd, and Claire Flynn from Page and Trimble. This is the existing site. Uh, the project site is located on the north side of East Hendy um, Avenue between North Sunnyvale Avenue to the west, North Fair Oaks to the east, and East California Avenue to the north. Next slide. Thanks, Joey. This is um, the campus. Um, the Hendy Iron Works um, site, currently occupied by Northrop Grumman, is a city of Sunnyvale local landmark. The Joshua Hendy Iron Works Historic District contains 35 buildings located on a, about a 55 acre parcel. Building 16, which is right there in the middle with the star on it, is one of the original buildings constructed as part of the Joshua Hendy Ironworks plant in 1906. Originally used as a blacksmith shop, the main portion of the building is a one-story, double-height building constructed of heavy timbers. Next slide, Joey. Thanks. The project proposes to renovate approximately um, 7,000 square feet of an existing office manufacturing space with exterior alterations at building 16. The project requires a landmark alteration permit, which is for projects with a local landmark or landmark district that includes substantial exterior modifications, such as a change of use, building addition, or modification to exterior building facades, such as a change of color, materials, and awnings. Next slide. This is um, the area of the proposed floor plan. As you can see, um, those existing parking spaces will be now ADA compliant. The project proposes to open up the interior office space and adds a hallway to help with interior circulation and egress and ingress. Next slide. This is the north um, elevation. The north elevation, all the existing sash windows are to be restored. With a steel frame addition known as Building 16A, areas of deteriorated exterior metal panel siding would be either replaced with new metal siding or be covered by new metal panels. Next slide. And this is the west, um, the west entry, the you know, facing south. At the west entry, existing fixed windows would be replaced with the new main entrance to the building, consisting of an aluminum framed storefront system with a large glazed side light door, a new steel canopy with a flat roof and wood slit, slat infill would be installed in front of this entrance. Next slide. Next slide, Joey. One moment, it doesn't seem to be advancing at this time. Okay. Do you see this? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. And um, here's, here's a couple of the proposed overall elevations. The top, um, this is the east. The louvered um, vents along the rooftop, which are currently covered with vinyl siding, would be removed. Um, these openings would be infilled with new windows to provide more light 
into the interior of the building. And then all of the sash windows would be replaced. And then on the bottom, which is the west um, elevation, the non-historic fixed windows on the west side of the building would be unchanged. The two existing doors in the same location would be removed and the openings would be infilled with new multi-light windows that match the appearance of the, of the other non-historic windows on the west facade with vinyl siding infill between below to match the existing exterior siding. Next slide. Hange and Turbel, a historic preservation firm, prepared a historic evaluation of the proposal, which was attached to the staff report. The evaluation concluded that the project, the proposed project, is compatible with the majority of the character defining features of the Joshua Henry Ironworks Historic District. The utilitarian design and materials proposed for a new canopy addition to Building 16, as well as alterations to the existing non-historic windows and new doors are consistent with the historic district's industrial character. Staff concurs that the proposed modifications are compatible with the historic district, and staff recommends that um, you approve the landmark alteration permit um, subject to the conditions of approval. That concludes my staff report. And um, the applicant is also here um, and has a presentation as well. Thank you. So, uh, vice, vice chair, you're on, on mute. Yeah, if there are any questions from the commission, then this is a good time to ask the staff any questions. Any questions? So we can go ahead and open the public hearing now. Yes, and then um, you can offer the, the applicant to make a presentation as well. Yeah, okay. Uh, so applicants or applicants can make a presentation now and it should be brief and uh, no more than 10 minutes. Go ahead. So George, we have a, a, a small presentation. Is that something we need to call up? We sent it to Margaret. So I don't know, do we call it up or do you guys call it up? What's the procedure? Yes, uh, Joey. Please hold, I'm pulling it up. So. Okay. Jennifer, do you want to run through it? Yeah, I have okay. it pulled up too. If, okay. if you um, would like me to share my screen. Oh, you could try it. You could do that if you like. Okay. I do have a copy here. If, if 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 it's needed, I could pull it back up. Can everyone see my screen? Yes. Okay. Um. So Margaret did an excellent job of um, of covering the extents of the proposed project. So this is um somewhat uh uh. And it should be in line with that. Um, um, as noted, we're uh, renovating a um, a portion of of building sixteen, um, not the entire building. Um, throughout the history of the building, there have been some additions and modifications to the building, but uh, a, a portion of it um, is. Uh, significantly um, identified as 
um, part of the original historical indie um, ironwork site, um, just to help get bearings from an aerial view. Um, this is um, where the proposed new building entrance would be with, with the canopy um, that um, has been designed and will be presented. Um, some visuals to help aid in getting a sense of the existing architecture. Um, as mentioned, there's a few different building types that have kind of been cobbled together over the years, um, but uh, for the most part, for the extents of the area that uh, we're renovating, uh, the building is clad with a, a vinyl siding. Um, there exists on the um, west elevation, some large west and east elevations and some large sliding um, doors that have uh, smaller man doors in them. There are a few of the original uh, multi-paned uh, windows still intact and um, exposed that we would be um, uh, preserving, uh, but repairing um, with, within historical um, means um, as needed. Um, on the north facade here, you can see um, there's, there's two garage doors, rolling doors, and then just adjacent to that is um, this building 16A, which is also called the Butler Building, um, that has the deteriorating uh, metal panels that either need um, replacement or repair. Um, they're in a, a, a rather um, unsalvageable state as is. And then um, along the west uh, facade is a non-historical addition of the building that has newer uh, single, single light, uh, some divided light uh, windows in them and a few door openings that um, currently do not have accessible entry um, that we would be uh, eliminating, replacing with a window. And then here is the location where we would be uh, creating the new accessible building entry, main entry for the building. Um, so uh, at, to kind of recap that in, in plan view, again, this, this portion of the building is the wood frame building that is historical um, and date back, dates back to the original Hindi Ironworks site. Um, and then there's a, a few additions off of that. Um, all of the openings are that are along the the original portion of the building would remain intact. Um, this steel frame Butler building with the de deteriorating metal panels is the portion that we would be updating. These are the two 
uh, entry points that would be replaced by windows. This is the new main entry that would get the new canopy. And then um, there currently exists um, uh, some louvered vents on the um, top kind of doghouse of the of this building here that are currently clad by um, the vinyl siding, siding that we would be um, removing this, proposed to remove the siding and install new case windows in that area. So you can see the new clear story case windows that we're proposing for this. All of this elevation, all of the openings remain um, at existing to remain um, all of the uh, only repairing or restoring the industrial sash windows as needed. Um, the north elevation again, repairing or replacing the deteriorated metal panels and restoring the sash window as needed. On the west elevation, uh, continuing that restoration and replacement of the deteriorated panels. Um, and then on the newer section, these are the, the two door openings that would be infilled by windows. And you can begin to see the uh, new canopy for the new entry on the side here. And again, um, a, a direct view of that elevation with the canopy and the new uh, aluminum storefront, aluminum frame storefront for the entry and a new accessible um, uh, site work uh, entry. And this is a, a 3D view of that, that new entry component. So this would be a steel, steel frame panel that would have um, wood looking, uh, a wood like look, um, aluminum batten, baffle uh, system. And that's, that's the extent of the proposed um, alterations to the building. Thank you, Jennifer. <clears throat> any questions from the staff or any questions from the commissioners? Any members of the audience who want to uh, chip in and talk about anything uh, on this? Yes, if any uh, members of the public wish to speak on this item, if you can please either raise your virtual hand or, or uh, dial star nine. All right, Ms. Kesselman, if you don't mind um, unsharing your screen, I'm trying to... Thank All right. You. That's okay, I was trying to override it, but I couldn't find it, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Chair, uh, Vice Chair, I don't see anyone, any attendees with their hand raised. 
Okay. So then the public hearing will be closed. No additional public testimony is taken after this point. Uh, planning commissioners may ask brief clarification questions of staff. Are there any questions? Okay. So do you want to take a vote on the motion or what? Yeah, so a commissioner would uh, propose a motion and then uh, there'd be a second and then we can take a vote after that. I'll motion to, um, I'll move to approve this proposal as presented. I'll second. Okay. Can we take a vote now? Oh, uh, yes. I'll go ahead and start the vote, Vice Chair. Um, <clears throat> Commissioner Rajkumar? Approved. And uh, Vice Chair Patel? Approved. So we have, we have four yeses with Chair Sharma recused and Commissioner Karupa is absent. So the motion passed, carries. Okay. Can I just make a quick comment? Thank you, Jennifer, and thank you for the thorough presentation. Thank you, Jenny. I'll second that as well. <laughs> I, I told that. <laughs> thank you all. Thank you. All right. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair Patel, for moderating that uh, agenda item for me and, uh, and for the HPC. And we'll move on to the next item on the agenda, which is consideration of potential. Oh, sorry, Chair, just one, one last thing I wanted to add for that uh, last item. Uh, so the, the commission's decision is final unless appealed to the city council within 15 days, 15 calendar days of the decision. Thank you, George. Thank you. And if individuals from the last agenda items item would like to drop off uh, the meeting, uh, feel free to do so. We will just continue continue on the regular standing agenda items at this time. And thank, uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, George. Thanks, Patrick. Thanks, Margaret. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Okay, so the next item is, uh, as mentioned, the consideration of potential study issues. Do we have any items that we'd like to bring to the table to consider for this year's study issues? Okay, and then just moving on to non-agenda items and comments from commissioners. Do we have any comments for this meeting? Okay. Um, I do have a quick question. Um, when do we anticipate actually going back in person, George, if you have any idea? Yeah, that's a good question because I was just going to give a reminder. Uh, the clerk's office is, is asking the commissioners to um, provide their preference for training because we are gearing up to um, in anticipation that we're going to go back in person starting in March. Uh, so it's all dependent on the governor's order. Uh, we're, we're assuming that 
he's going to be lifting the emergency order um, at the end of the month. And, um, you know, so we're going to have some staff training uh, and also commissioner training to, uh, you know, start doing the in-person meetings, um, you know, starting in March. So that's, that's the plan for now. Um, and it's unknown at this point if we're going to have a meeting in, in March. Uh, it might be we will resume in, in April. We're just going to see. We might have one um, public hearing item that might be ready, but uh, we'll just have to see kind of where that, that one's at. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's kind of the plan for now is just to anticipate uh, doing the in-person in March. But um, we'll, we'll be in touch uh, soon if, if we're going to be having a meeting date um, as of March 1st. Thank you, George. Um, and actually, kind of tagging on to that particular uh, agenda item, Joey, did we want to talk about the training and a reminder for commissioners to sign up for training? Or has that? Um, yeah, I could give a quick update. Um, I've received um, responses from all of the commissioners except uh, Commissioner Karumpis. Um, I think, I believe the three of you are signed up for February, was it eight? And um, Commissioner Brand will be um, rescheduling with the city clerk for a, another a, a future training. And that's still to be determined. So um, that is the update, Chair. Thank you, Joey, great. Uh, and George, did we want to bring up uh, the item regarding um, conflicts of interest during projects? Yes. Uh, so uh, we we had uh, worked with our clerk's office recently just for um, if there's any public hearing items for any kind of development projects. If you just a reminder, if you live uh, within a thousand feet of the project site, and that's you know, like the boundaries of the project site. Uh, then it's best to recuse, recuse yourself from a vote just to avoid any potential conflicts of interest. So a thousand feet is, is generally the rule. So if, if you're more than a thousand feet away, uh, it's still okay to participate in the, uh, uh, the public hearing item and the vote. Uh, but if you're within a thousand feet, you'd have to basically uh, turn off your, at least while we're still having the virtual, uh, turn off your, your, uh, mic and then the camera or when we go back to in person that just leave the room um i can't take a vote on the item and then when the agenda items finished then we can uh, you can come back and continue on with the uh with the meeting that would be a recusal right george they would have uh, the yes. would have to recuse themselves for that item if they're within mm -hmm. 1000 feet for conflict of interest right thank you Great, thank you, George, for that update. And uh, do we have any other items that uh, commissioners would like to bring up at this time before we join the meeting? Okay. I warn you that I'm taller in, in person than I am on video, just for future reference. Wonderful, looking yeah. forward to meeting all of you in person soon, hopefully. Okay. Do we have any other comments from the public at this time? Uh, there's, there's no, there's the public hearings uh, oh, over okay. this time. Yeah. So the two individuals on the phone have dropped at this point as well. 
Okay. All right. Well, and Chair, there's they're still on the they're still in the meeting. However, they're they haven't raised their hand. Okay. All right. So, uh, according to my watch, it's seven thirty-one p.m. So we will adjourn the meeting of the Heritage and Preservation Commission at this time. So see you all either in March or in April. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you, everyone. Bye -bye. Later.